Hello, and welcome back to A to Z with Amy Z. I'm your host, Amy Z. Well, woohoo! Thank you, everyone, for supporting the show. We made it. I hit the goal for Breath Sprout, and I will be able to take this show to the next level. So please keep sharing with anyone you know. Don't stop listening to my mega voice. Please keep um, coming back week after week. So, maybe a year ago, I did, no, it's been about two now, I did a travel series. And that travel series was one of the best listened to series that I have done. And so while here in Arizona, we just like to not stop, don't stop, keep going constantly. And I'm just doing kind of like a three-part series. So if this isn't your gig, hold on, give me about a week. And if it is, let me know and I'll keep doing things and telling you about them. Um, so this week, I wanted to tell you about one more place. So if you listen to last episode, it was our hunt for wild horses. This week is the hunt for hot springs. Um, and if you've listened to any amount of time, you know that Mike and I do some weird, quirky kind of off the beaten path for a middle-aged person to do. This is just another one of those things. And maybe it wouldn't have been so quirky if it just wasn't for the fact that it was Mike and I and we didn't really know what the hell we were doing. We just like to have fun and we have adventures even if it comes up blank. Yes, indeed, we don't really care. If it's a story to share and a thing to think about in the future, we're just going to try it anyway. So who knew that hot that hot. Who knew that very, yes, who knew that hot Arizona ha also had hot springs? However, it is water and water can get very warm when it's hot outside, but they actually have hot springs. Hot springs are those warm currents of water that come up from the ground geothermally, let's say. That's not scientific. I didn't look it up. I'm just telling you, it is not a um, river well, no, hot springs can flow through rivers. Okay, I'm totally botching this whole entire episode with my intro that wasn't even written. Basically, hot springs, fun pools of water that are very warm like a hot tub, can vary in, in temperature, and really enjoyable. They're full of, usually full of vital nutrients and, and minerals that our body needs, our skin needs. It helps the muscles. It helps heal. It's They're just amazing, wonderful things. And Mike and I have always talked about going and searching for them in Idaho because apparently Idaho is just ridden with them. We have gone to at least three in Colorado um, and they're just always a fun time. Whether you go to like a public pool where they like funnel it in every hour and are recirculating that and it looks just like your regular YMCA pool or or you can find like a stream or an actual outdoor hot spring that you can just sit in like anybody else. Or there's places that have them um, more privately located. We we did that one in Glenwood Springs, Colorado, where they just like you basically get a private room and they fill your tub up with this hot spring water. So there's various ways that you can enjoy a hot spring. Um, but what happened was is we... We had gone to Coon Bluff to search for wild horses, and then we get back to work that next week, and Mike was sharing with one of the guys there what we had done, and this guy tells him about Sheep's Crossing, which I honestly don't even know what that is at this point anymore, if it's just hiking or what, but that led to hot springs. So we had no idea that Arizona had hot springs until we started to share, just like I'm doing with you right now. 
Which is why, if you're listening, email me. Yeah, tell me where you've been, what you're doing. I'd like to go. So anyway, another squirrel. I like to see, I see squirrels often and I, I see them and I tell you. Don't, doesn't matter. Okay, here we go. Back to, back to original thoughts. So one thing led to another and we brought this up with my cousin the other night and they had no idea that Arizona really had, had a hot springs. I mean, they kind of knew, but so we're like, cool. Let's just, this is a hunt. People don't really know. Some people do. Let's just figure this out for us. So we went to the Visit Arizona website. Um, Again, I don't know how we got on there because there's various ways you can find these kinds of things. We get on the Visit Arizona website. And on that, there is, sorry, I'm not tooting. There is a helicopter that is going overhead. And it's gone. Okay. I do toot sometimes though too. So we were looking up um, several of the hot springs that were within a two-hour drive from Arizona, because there are some up north by Lake Mead, um, which is close to Nevada. There, But we just wanted to kind of make a day trip of it, not a whole, like, weekend thing. Um, Castle Hot Springs, any of you rich folk out there would like to enjoy a hot spring in nothing but full-on luxury? That place rocks like it's it was this old vacant location that used to have it was like a little hotel or something that had the hot springs and it just got dilapidated and deserted and then people would like hunt and find it kind of wish I would have known about it then and they find it and then they go enjoy the hot springs and nobody bothers them until along someday one day a guy comes gal comes somebody with money comes and has turned it into this mega expensive resort farm to table food um, all kinds of activities. I mean, there, I think I even saw a helicopter pad. So if you have one of those and you just want to like plop in instead of drive on over, they got that, right? So it's super swank, very luxurious. Don't don't expect to pay any less than $1,500 per night. And I think they have like a three to five minimum night stay. So you got to have some money to go there. So if you go there, if you'd like to sponsor me to go there to talk about it on the show, I'm game. Yes, indeed, I will go with you because it looks awesome. Okay, so then there's some other ones within the Phoenix metro area. There's El Dorado, and that one is clothing optional. And I was not in the mood to see other people's junk or reveal my own. So we skipped that one. Then there was Essence of Tranquility and Hotwell, but those you had to pay for. And since Mike and I are kind of on a tight budget right now, we thought, meh. Let's just skip the paying ones. Um, oh, and then there was the Verde River one, which was up north near Payson, um, but they were getting like some heavy rains and possible snow, which crazy, another squirrel, the snow that Arizona has gotten this year is kind of like Southern California and then all of California in the rain this year. Is our weather nuts or is it nuts? Yeah, we've had a very rainy winter here. Sometimes St. Louis is warmer and nicer than here. It's bizarre, but I kind of blame Mike and I because we seem to bring crazy weather every time we're here. So again, apologize for the helicopters. Apparently there's something going on because this is like the third one now. So if you can hear that, it's not me tooting. It is actually a helicopter. Okay, back to the original thought. Kaiser Hot Spring. This is free. It was within a two-hour drive. We're like, done and done. And it requires some hiking. So we're like, bonus. We were going to hike, get in the hot spring, feel amazing, and hike back. 
whatever it takes. This is a total Mike and Amy adventure. We were super, super pumped. (sighs) So we took the GPS coordinates that somebody lovely at visitarizona.com put into the description of their blog. And it takes you to this random little spot. It says it's like an elementary school, which is really strange because there's zero schools. There's no housing. It is actually BLM land. So there's nothing there. doesn't matter. We're like, okay, sometimes GPS coordinates can get labeled funny. That's fine. Um, but it, take us, it took us to the spot in the mountains. But then we also noticed that there was um, right off of Highway 93, there is an actual Kaiser hot spring parking lot. So we're like, okay, we know this is pretty close. Like there's, it's fine. We'll find it. Not, not a problem. We're good at this. And we kind of just took off. <laughs> so we're, it's beautiful drive coming up there. It is totally different scenery. If you've been to Northern Arizona at all, you know what I mean. But if you're thinking it's just all desert in the Phoenix area, it, it is ish, but they also do have quite a bit of green amongst that desert. And when you start to head up into the mountains, you're going to see more of that. And so it was an absolutely beautiful, beautiful drive heading up there. So when we got there, the turn off to the parking lot was like a super sharp right turn off of Highway 93. And we just kind of like blew past it. Like we saw it, but we're like, we weren't prepared to, we we were not prepared and we did not want to like go crashing or over the cliff or anything like that. So we knew that the actual GPS coordinates that were given to us, we could actually take the next road and go up into the mountain. So that's what we decided to do. Gorgeous. Um, They even had, it was all dirt road, but they even had mile markers and they had just beautiful overlooks and it was really nice. So we just keep trucking out along and the spot that it said was it was supposed to be at had these like private property signs all over which again is rather strange because it's supposed to be forest and blm land so i don't know if somebody's trying to pull our leg and just like keep it to themselves or what and that's kind of what we thought we're like eh, well we don't want to impede on anyone in their and their private little hunt for this spot or the the hot spring as well so we just kept we kept driving because we just enjoyed the scenery and we met a couple hunters then once we were got oh shoot we were good six miles in and we met a couple hunters and asked them and they had no idea and nobody gets signal out there they were hunting hunting javelina it was the first day of hunting season I don't I didn't even know what that was so I was like well this is cool you know meet a couple people didn't get shot in the process I got to pee in the desert because we were out there and, you know, all the fun things. So we decided to just turn around and come back and go ahead and park in that area that it was closest to the GPS that did say it was private property and just say, screw it. We're just going to we're just going to do this. And on our way back, we saw a wild burrow. It was really cool. Ass burrow, whatever you want to call it. It was really cool. So that was fun. We got these gorgeous views, get to see a wild burrow. At this point, it's like 2.30 in the afternoon. I'm like, Mike, we need to get on this because we don't have a ton of daylight left. So we stopped at this kind of big area that was easy to park, but it did have the private property stickers on it and didn't have a designated trail-ish. It kind of looked like it could be one, but that also could have been the wild burrows that are 
walking around because there's lots of poop that just kind of trample stuff and make it look like a trail. So that's kind of what we did. We just followed the poop through this thing and it started to get really treacherous. Like Aaron Ralstein again, like, where's my knife? We forgot the rope. What the hell are we getting ourselves into? And we have zero signal. We, we, if we got lost in there, something happened, we're, we're in no go zone. And this isn't, this isn't great. And I wasn't scared per se, but I was getting a little nervous. I was like, my gut's telling me this. We probably need to not hike like this, Mikey. I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with us. But again, I left my life straws back in the, I left them actually in the camper this time. I forgot my knife. We didn't bring rope. We had our backpack with our towels and our swimsuits and and those kinds of things, because of course that's the most important. So here we are like out in the middle of nowhere on really not a trail for anybody, just our cars parked back there. And there wasn't a whole lot of people in these mountains. There were some hunters, but they're like camping. They're not out where we were anyway. So I was getting a little nervous and we had hiked about a mile and a half in and there really wasn't much water either. So even if I had my life straw, I would not have been able to suck anything up. We had our water. We had some snacks. Like we weren't like totally stupid, but we were not being wise about this hike. We're getting, we're going to get better. We have camelbacks. Like we have these things that hikers need. We had our good hiking shoes on. So that was good and extremely important. Um, but yeah, don't guys don't do what I did. Just be prepared. Don't be dumb. Don't be on the news. I don't want to make the news this way. This is not why I want to be on the 10 o'clock news. Okay. So after we realized this was getting us nowhere, we went ahead and and came back to the truck and we're like, let's just go to that parking lot. Now that we know where it is, let's go to that parking lot and we'll hike up from there and and get to the same hopefully location Uh, because we should have been pretty close hiking down. So if we go there and hike back up, maybe we were really close, but just opposite end. Long story, whatever. So we do that. We get to the parking lot in the week at the wiki up Arizona, um, right off of Highway 93 there, you can see that. You don't even need GPS coordinates for that. You can like go to Google Maps and plug that bad boy in and it will take you to that point at least. And there, it was interesting. There was a little sign that like, it was was like a sliver of wood, let's call it, with somebody with a Sharpie said, park and walk. And there was an arrow to the left, which is great. That would have taken us the same direction that the GPS coordinates were going to say. And then there was a four wheel only, four by four only going to the right. Fine. No problem. Well, if you park and walk to the left, there was a huge washout, like huge washout, like no car could go over it. Not, it's too big. It was at least an eight foot drop. There was another road that went up to the right and in basically the same direction, but you would have been hiking quite a bit more. And again, we were running out of time here. So we decided to hike down the four by four way, which was fine, um, and then cut over and then take the trail or whatever that way. And at this point, we know it is an actual trail because there were other people's tracks, their footmarks. There was a couple of cigarette butts, which is not very nice people, but it helped me this time. Um, there was twice we saw somebody had left climbing rope to get up some of these boulders and things. So we knew we were on, like, we were, we were, we felt really confident that we're going in the way we were supposed to go. 
Holy cow. This was very tough terrain. Even with the ropes and stuff, I was like, my, I'm only 5'4". Like, my legs can't get up some of these boulders with or without rope. Like, some of this was tough. And if the water would have been higher, it would have been, you would have had to have gotten wet to get through this and get up there. So we finally, again, we're like a little over a mile in at almost a mile and a half, I think. And, and Mike, and I could not get up this boulder, even with Mike's help. And well, I could have gotten up with Mike's help. However, I was like, how am I going to get down? And there was all these little cactus all around the bottom. I'm like, I'm my ass is going to be on one of those things. I'm not going any further. I'm like, he goes, okay, I'm going to go ahead and I'll check it out and see what's up there. So off he goes. I've got one bar. I got my phone. I have a towel and I have my Yeti water bottle, not my Camelback because I'm dumb. I have my Yeti water bottle. It was still pretty full though. I'm okay. And lo and behold, this wild goat's up on the mountain, like real close, looking at me, literally staring at me, making noises like, what lady are you doing here? And I realize Mike's got the pack with the bear spray. If this thing comes down and tries to ram me, because his horns were big. I'm going to post a picture on Instagram so you can see. Just wait. Just wait. I was kind of starting to freak out a little bit. I'm like, what the hell? What kind of hell hiking day was this? Oy, oy vey. So of course I tried to call Mike. I tried to text him with my one bar. Get your ass back here. It was about 10, 15 minutes later. He comes back and he's like, there's nothing ahead. <laughs> like, great, great day of hiking. We have to trek back because now it's 3.30. And and we got to get, we got to get going before dark sets in. So we did. We're like, okay, we're going to call this one a wash and just say, screw it. It's fine. Not a big deal. We didn't find it. We got some amazing hiking in. We got to see wild ass. We got to see wild goats. We just, we got to meet hikers and hear about what javelinas are. And, you know, it wasn't a total lost day. But this is the conclusion. We should have done a pinch more research before going. Lesson learned. Because when we got home, We dove deep into more blogs and satellite views. And of course, what did we find but the hot spring? Guess what? It was just a short hike in the other direction from where we parked. So look up Warm Spring if you're interested. It's just south of Highway 93 in Wickiup, Arizona, not north, as the GPS coordinates would have you know. Listen up to the next episode when we chat about my mystery castle in South Park, Arizona. I would love for you to rate and review the show, share with a friend, and spread the love. Leave a comment on Instagram with show ideas, questions, or comments, or email me at a to z with amyz at gmail.com. And if you love what you hear and you want more, consider buying me a cup of coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash a to z with amyz. Bye-bye.